0: Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and join me for this truly international edition of the Norwegian Football Podcast. i Greg Browning in Scotland. Hi Greg. Good afternoon. And all the way from Norway, David Weatherston. How's it going David? how's
1: it going? Yeah, going well.
0: And I'm in sunny Spain, which is absolutely tremendous
1: <laughs> i hear the weather's not quite so good back home greg no it's been pretty wet cold miserable for the last week and a half now so um yeah very jealous, very, what's, very you, jealous. what's your weather
0: report in norway david
1: uh just started snowing
2: nice <laughs> oh, i love it absolutely love uh, it <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, given that this is a kind of holiday edition for me of the podcast, we'll try and rattle through some of the uh, tips this week in Norway. Uh, again, got a full card the second week in the elite season and in Obis And so we'll quickly run through last weekend, David. Uh, first weekend of the season, obviously, did pretty well on the podcast. But what did we learn from week one in Norway?
2: Um, yeah, I, I talked <coughs> last week a little bit about um, how Gussen potentially struggling. This year, um, they lost 3-1 at home to Sandefjord, who a team that not many expected to to uh, yeah, produce that sort of display in opening weekend. Uh, also, we learned that, um, pretty much as expected, when teams play against Boulder Glimt, they are going to play very defensively. And that's exactly what Rosenborg did last week. And uh, earned a draw out of it. Um, a decent game, Sunday night with two each up mm-hmm. in Boulder. Um, but yeah, 76% possession for Bode Gleams um, says the whole story pretty much, and exactly what I think we're going to expect uh, this year against Bode, which um, it was the pattern last year, and it took us away from them in terms of the, the goals angle, and I think it's mm. something we're going to, I'm definitely going to be avoiding this year.
0: Really? Because I was going to ask, obviously, they conceded two goals at the weekend yeah. against Rosenborg. Are we likely to see teams going against them, or was it pretty much one-way traffic? Is that. I mean, Rosenberg's
2: uh, the boy that scored, he scored two shots from outside the box. Um, They did have a couple of other chances on the break, but yeah, uh, I expect Leeds to probably be the best defence again this year, Um, just the way they control games. And um, yeah, I think teams are going to sit very tight and very narrow against them. It's going to be difficult
0: for them to break teams down. Yeah. Uh, Greg, it wasn't a bad start from a tips point of view on the podcast last week, considering, you know, it's always difficult uh, first week of a season.
1: Yeah, it was, it's always hard. I think you, you really are talking at least four or five weeks to have any sort of gauge as to how things might pan out. So at the moment, obviously, we're looking at last week's fixtures, last week's results and trying to find something for this weekend. So it is tricky, but I guess what this will do for us in the next couple of weeks will be once the kind of main leagues in Europe kind of finish um this will become a kind of mainstay um for the channel over the over the summertime so very excited i think at the moment it's very interesting to see that yerv um got their campaign off till start i hope to terms god set um I, i think wasn't all year. I think um, it was not at all year. It was all through God's sake, It was all yeah. through God's sake, I think the um... throwers on Airdrie
2: and Stenhouse-Muir, uh, legend uh, or not. <laughs> well, it's taddle uh, by the winner on the break for Yerv. So he's uh, he's an absolute unit. I don't know if you've seen him at all. Oh. I don't know if he's always been like that. I presume he has, but he's massive. He's just huge. So yeah, uh, first goal for him in top league here and uh, good. Yeah, good start for them, but they're lucky, shall we say.
1: Yeah, I think Storm's got to hit nine corners in that match. And interestingly, you have travelled to Lillestrom, who were held by a fellow promotion newcomer's Hamcam um, 2 all. I think it finished 2-0 um, up Hamcam. Where? Hamcam went 2 up. minutes <laughs> in the first half. Lillestrom fought back, yeah. Good and game. 2nd performance from Lillestrom. So I, I, I guess an angle from, from that match for me will be Lowestrom at home against the Irv side who were backs to the wall at home last week to Strom's Godset. So I think we could expect some loss from awesome corners in that match possibly.
0: Yeah, and it's as good a place to start is any as any. Storm is short as 4-11, Jerv are 71. Is that about right, David?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think I think Lowestrom is really, really strong here. And interesting, Greg uh, brought up the corners. It's something I definitely think could be one to look at. Um Skybet doesn't have corners up, but I think do for this some... match,
1: David sorry. <clears throat> I think for some of these games they don't, but I had a quick check. There are six to get six corners of four to nine. Okay and okay. seven corners are five to six. So I, yeah, I think there's I every mean, chance they'll
2: do that. I think there's every chance they'll do that. I think this game will dominate from start to finish. As Greg said, second half last week they were very good. They made three half time changes um last week, two 0 down against Hamcam, came back. Looked very very good second half and yeah it's definitely it's a game I, I kind of marked down <clears throat> for the over uh, ten and a half Asian corners I thought the price looked okay for that um, I think it was one point eight seven five on the Asian corners so uh, that was something I had marked down but um, yeah I think Lillestrøm are going to dominate that game from start to finish.
0: Yeah I think the corner count was quite interesting last week I, I think I'm right in saying Housen won eleven corners. Last week, yeah. I Sandy mean, they were
2: three nil down quite early in the second half, two uh, nil down quite early in the game. So yeah, I think a lot of that will probably be sort of game related. Uh, in fairness, but yeah, I think they had, um, eight, yeah, there was eighteen match corners in that one. I think Haggisun uh, had uh, the majority of them. Uh, yeah, eleven, we'll, yeah, eleven. Oh
0: no doubt, touch on corners, Greg, as the season goes on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we'll try and find some angle. I think at the moment, David and I spoke at the tail end of last week and how short the, the goal lines were set in terms of over 1.5 and 2.5, really, really low yeah. lines. I think we're not getting much value at all, so the bookies are running really pretty scared, especially for opening weekend of the season. Games should be sitting at 4-5, to 5-6, to 10-11 for over 2.5 goals, but we're getting 4-11s to 11's and 1-2s, so...
0: Yeah, those um, damn bookies. So,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if only they made our life a wee bit easier. <laughs> uh, okay, so in terms of Little Storm V GF game any tips on that one?
1: I think for me anyway, I'll be keen to get on some Corners. Um I, I might venture on the, the seven home corners at five to six, or I might try and get a little bit builder involved in there as well but yeah I agree with David it definitely should be a comfortable home win mm-hmm. and a of corners hopefully.
0: Okay and in terms of corners David I know you're quite keen to have a look at Mould corners this weekend they won <coughs> the opening game of the season they won 1-0 um, yep. they, only, they only won a, what three corners which is a yeah. very low, low total for them at all yeah. isn't
2: it? Yeah it was quite a low total for them um and They did as a game they, they dominated, but I'm uh, just looking this the game they're playing on uh, the weekend, they're playing away at Strums Godset, they actually played last night uh, in the cup semi-final Um mm-hmm. Strums Godset, Molda won 3-0, so they're into the cup final, um, which I think that takes place uh, about three or four weeks' time. That's last year's cup final. Just for anyone who's a bit confused why there is a cup final. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, Molda travelled to Godset this week. There was eight, there was seventeen corners in that cup match uh, last night. Nice. Since Godset had uh, nine corners themselves um, at the weekend against um, uh, Yerv. Yeah, yeah. So they had yeah. nine corners against Yer, Um And. I think, they hit, I think they hit eight last night against moulder compared to moulder's nine. Um, last season, they were sort of very, very good at home. Um, they collected, I think, yeah, I think they collected only about eight or nine points away from home, out of however many they got. Uh, a lot of the damage was done at home, and I can see this being a good attacking game. Um, the two teams... Well, God, God God's sake, obviously off the back of a defeat, will be keen to keen to get some points on the boards. Mulder know that they have to win a lot a lot of their games if they want the challenge for the title this year. And I just think it's going to be a game with plenty of corners and the Asian line was set same similar to the Lelistrum game, actually. The Asian line was one point eight seven five for over ten and a half Asian corners. And yeah, I just think it's uh, it's well priced and I'd be pretty happy to take that one.
1: Yeah, I think I like to look at oh, that one, well, David. I think in terms of trying to find an angle for this match, I think both teams to get four corners probably looks really good. Obviously, no corner markets out yet, but I think both teams to get four is a nice angle. Worcesterham's set being 3-1, outsiders at home, we may even get a nibble on them to get four corners at home, but I'd imagine the line will be set five for anything around the even money yeah. mark.
2: Yeah, and just just we- on this fixture as well. Swansea actually beat Mouldis six 6-0 uh, last year at home, which was a, <laughs> a bit of a shocker. Um, and yeah, Mulder will be keen to to make sure that doesn't happen again.
0: I was going to ask, how did uh, what did you make of Mouldis' first game of the season against Valerenga?
2: Yeah, they, they played pretty well. It wasn't the best game. Um, Having <laughs> the, the big story was Aaron Dunham uh, on his return to elite season. <laughs> mm-hmm. I Larek think you've got again. a big. Ho- a soft spot for him, David. I do. He got sent off. Um, <laughs> I get sent off. He got sent off. He uh, Two yellow cards. It was a little bit. The first one was definitely yellow. The second one was a little bit harsh, to be fair. But yeah, that was the, that was the big story. But yeah, Moldo deserved to win. They were the, by far the better team. But um, it was a bit of a season opener in terms of the, the pace of the game wasn't as as good. But yeah, last night in the cup, as they said, the. They scored three goals, and um, I thought they, they looked a lot better. And I'd expect I'd expect them to go into this uh, and win, but I think it's a tough, it's obviously going to be a tough game, considering God sets home form last year.
0: Does that mean that Dunham is suspended for his game against Hugesson then?
2: Yeah, he'll be he'll be missing for that one. Um, <sighs> to be honest he was pretty, i mean he just signed last week and he was put straight in the team so i don't think uh, i don't think it'll be too much of a miss uh, just yet but um f- for, for Volarenga, but uh, yeah he's missing for this for this weekend
0: greg that takes us nicely on to one of your tips for this weekend which is volarenga um to win and do it quite comfortably against uh, what we expect to be a struggling haugerson side.
1: yeah and i'm always keen to try and get on uh, a struggling side early on in the season. Um, I think last weekend, I don't think anybody knew what to expect from Haugerson, but quite a damning defeat that, as David said, 3-1 at home last weekend. Volleringa last season were pretty solid, to be fair. Um, they were very lucky. They were only four points or fourth for last season, so they had a pretty decent campaign, very decent at home, and... They're playing a team. When you look back to the tail end of last season, they've now gone nine matches without a win in the late Azean. And they've won one, twelve, 12 Almost Scottish Premiership runs, that really? In terms <laughs> of uh, losing runs. Uh, away from home as well, just dire. They won one of their away games last season. One within their 15 away matches. And they shipped two or more goals in nine of those 15 matches. And looking at the head-to-head here as well, uh, Våreng are very, very strong. 11 wins from 15 matches, from the last 15 played here. Uh, 11 wins, 3 defeats and just and one draw. And interestingly, they've scored two or more goals now in the 11 of those la- last 15 matches. So I'm very keen to get on Voringa here. They're fortunate to win the match, which I think is probably fair. Um, definitely worth adding to an accumulator, but if you add two following goals into this match as well, it pays 20 to 23 on the bet builder.
0: Yeah, okay. We'll recap these bets at the end of the podcast. I know we're kind of jumping about a wee bit in some of the fixtures <laughs> this weekend. Uh, David, another game that you were quite keen to have a look at was Thorns of the HamCam. HamCam starting their campaign with a 2 2 draw at home to Lealstrom. They wouldn't have been too disappointed with that, would they?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean the way the game went, they were disappointed in the end. They, they were absolutely flying out the gates. Um, Christian Eriksson, who was top scorer last year for them in the again and he was one of the players of the year in uh, the first division last year. Uh, he toe-poked home a nice wee, uh, nice wee finish. Uh, I think ugh, it, was, it must have been inside inside fifteen minutes, and then um, and then he set one up for this, who, uh, Jonas Enkirud, who was the second top scorer for them last year um, for the tap-in, and that was 2-0 at half-time. And Ericsson hit the bar, and um, they were by far the better team in the first half. But second half, uh, Leelisrim came out and, and really dominated them. They changed changed their uh, personnel three at half-time, and to be fair, Hang were hanging on at the end. Um, so, probably disappointed, but at the same time, encouraged by the start they made to that game. Tromsø on the other hand, um, <laughs> they lost last week um, <clears throat> against Odd and I think I didn't watch the full game uh, for that one but by all accounts they played pretty well and uh, missed quite a few chances. Moses B BEA and uh, August Mikkelsen up front were, were um, not as clinical as the Odd players basically and I think last year they really struggled, um, to at home until the sort of end of the season. I don't think they got the first home win until what, October time. But they ended up winning three of the last sort of five home games, and I think this year um, they'll be going into to, to the home games and expecting to have better form. What one thing they didn't struggle with was scoring goals at home. They did score eleven in eleven of the fifteen home games, and I think they'll do it again this week. But Ham Cam. I'd expect them to uh, to score as well. I just think last week they looked just so good on the attack. Uh, Christian Eriksen, as I say, it was just it was just looked so dangerous every single time we got the ball. Get on to him in a second, but uh, I quite like the look of both teams to score here, uh, nineteen to twenty. <clears throat> it's the best price it's the best price both teams to score in the league this weekend. Um, but uh-huh. I just like the look of it. I think Trump's, uh at home. They score goals, they attack pretty well, but I think they're vulnerable at the back and I think Ham Cam can punish them. Um, so, yeah, both teams score out quite a look of in this one. Christian Eriksson is a really interesting one. Um, Bet365 have got him priced up at 6-1 to one to score any time. He is by far the most dangerous player. He scored last week, top scorer last season. Uh, should have scored two last week. And... Um, he just looks very fit and ready to go. I don't think Trump's uh particularly good at the back, and I haven't actually looked to see what his price is. In fact, he had not priced up goal scorers in the Norwegian market, but he'll definitely be the favourite for Hamcam over here uh, to score, yeah. uh, which is just yeah, uh, which is what he should be. But he's, he's behind mm. quite. He's behind a whole load of players uh, yeah, in the left in Bet365, which is just unbelievable. He's sixteen to one to open the scoring. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just for me, it just doesn't make any sense. But uh, I guess for me, I'm watching every week, so um, yeah, I think uh, I think just worth a little, worth a little, yeah, for first first goal scorer, maybe like do a single and first and last goal scorer, sixteen to one for each of
0: them. You might get you might get lucky. Yeah. Um,
2: those but, are good.
0: yeah it's, uh, it's just, a good ten to fifteen ahead of them in the market, the yeah, he, it's just he, it doesn't make, make any sense. Okay, definitely want to have a wheel count for them, Greg.
1: Absolutely, I think you can always try and get one of those little angles on a, a player that is uh, obviously massively overpriced. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, um, we've kind of briefly touched on Bodo Gleamed, They play Roma tonight in the Europa Conference League. Uh, obviously, they've got some history, recent history mm-hmm. with Roma. That'll be a fascinating game tonight, David. Um, ahead of their game against Sandefjord at the weekend.
2: Yeah, and it'd be really interesting. Obviously, they'll, they'll be disappointed with the draw at the weekend with Rosenborg, but um, <clears throat> I think they created a lot of chances. They probably deserve to win the game. Uh, just Rosenborg scored two really good goals. Um, so yeah, Roma obviously beat them six-one last time they turned up to Boda. Uh, it's going to be <clears throat> it's going to be difficult for them. Roma are obviously big favourites. Um, Bordeaux gained three to one on Bet three six five. don't know, probably you might get a better price somewhere else, but uh, it's, 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 they've surprised us before,
0: and
2: mm-hmm. they might Surprises do it again. Every
0: time, I think, don't they? <laughs> yeah, um,
2: I mean the goal the goal line set uh, over two point five is is nineteen to twenty. I'm uh, so really surprised um, to see that. Yeah, well, that's really good. I mean Bordeaux yeah. will not they will not sit back and let Roman dictate the play. We're trying to, they'll try and put their stamp in the game and I think, I just think, uh, yeah, there's going to be goals in it again. <clears throat> I just
0: yeah, think I think, yeah. I think it's a really fascinating one, I mean, it could go either one or two ways, Roma might look at it and go, uh, it's a great opportunity to exact some revenge, but at the same token they might think, oh, it's the last place we want to go again, is the, the Arctic Circle, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where I mean, we got yeah, I mean, 6-1 of, the last
2: time. April, it's going to be a bit nicer, it, it's not. It's it's it's. Uh, well, I to today, the,
0: the Norwegian podcast.
2: Yeah, it's then they zero would know. degrees. <laughs> it's zero degrees. So it's going to be a little bit windy up in Boda. Uh, it's not going to be a. It's not going to be a nice night uh, for football. Getting right? ten
1: to eleven, aren't you? Over two point five goals in that match. Yeah, um, yeah, I think um, that's and really I guess really as well, nice. it's probably worth highlighting that Roma are hatchet men. <laughs> Their record is an absolute disgrace. Yeah, I mean, this are losing three game every week. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: just from a, a weekend point of view, Greg, it's enough to put you off the 46. I think. To stand if
1: yeah, yeah that's, that stood out a mile. Of that it was it was far too short. Um, I'm not saying they won't win the match, but not keen to get on any team away from home at 46 after a really tough European game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. shout uh, guys, is there anything else you want to have a, a look at, new to see them before we move on briefly to Oberliga?
2: Uh, no, nope. nah, I don't for think
0: me. so. Um, okay. Good for me. Uh, obviously, then, Greg, one of your favourites we highlighted last weekend, you know, something we're going to be following on the podcast and on the channel is particularly the Monday night games, the 5 pm kickoffs, and they didn't disappoint last weekend.
1: Well, the headline writer was very happy on Monday tea time. <laughs> uh, what well, a start!
0: Oh, nice one! Just just
2: just on start. <laughs> while, while we're there, I know you just. Uh, I don't know if you noticed who scored a hat trick for them. Uh, Erling <laughs> Haaland's <laughs> cousin, Jonathan Timberout Bruunnes. So it is, yeah. it's in the family. Haaland's uh, Haaland's cousin. I think he's on loan from Leelas Drum, So first first game for start hat trick. Uh, yeah, really really great start to the season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in terms of the goals, obviously. Again, David and I spoke about the prices for this for these games. It was so short, so so short. But I, I guess after match day one, maybe justified. Um, seven of the eight games saw at least two goals. Six of the eight saw two point five, and even five of the eight games saw at least four games. So, sorry, four goals in the match. There was twenty nine goals scored across match day one. Okay. So I went to Perth Academy, and that means it's three point six goals per game. So, a very, very good start to the season in the Obis league in. Um Looking forward to this every Monday night. I think there's a Tuesday night set of fixtures a week after. But I think we spoke about Bran. David was keen on Bran last week to see how they yeah. were. And, again, what a start they had. 4-0 on the road at Ranheim. So, again, Bran at home this weekend to Osana, who obviously were battered by start 5-1. Very, very short, Bran, at 2-7. Uh, over 1.5, over 2.5 match goals though is 1-2. to two. I know that's short, but I, I don't think that's a bad bet. Ah, oh, I'm not having 1-2 on any. Over <laughs> <We're doing laughs>
0: 2.5 to be fair. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's just going to be goals all the way, but it looks at like David, isn't it? And you've got a couple of games picked out for this weekend where you're on the goals trail. Yeah, I mean
2: Bran, Bran I probably would have put Bran, but they're playing on Saturday and uh, it's the only game on Saturday, so I, I've gets away from them, but yeah, they're very short uh, for for the win, but I'd expect them to win comfortably. Uh yeah, I quite like uh, I've got a be over two and a half goals double. Um I quite like both of them for the sort of uh, the Asian line was over two and a half or sorry 2.5, 3.0, But I thought I would just go over two and a half, uh, double up. And it's the first one Starbuck against Sondal. So Starbuck obviously relegated from the latest last year. Um they started off their campaign with a 3 2 win away at Shide, who are a new uh, newly promoted Care. team. Careful. <laughs> Can you say that again, David? Sorry to show. <laughs> Sorry, do you want me to do that again? Yeah, no. please. Uh, yeah, so, so Shide. Um,
1: Shide.
2: Right. Uh, yeah, so, so start back one 3 2 away from home. Look, pretty good attack, amazing. to be fair. Yeah, they've not really lost any of their players. Um, one of their central midfielders, the whole midfielder and one defender is pretty much pretty much all they've really lost from the team that was in the elite last year. Um and goals wasn't the problem for them last year. It was defending. They scored they did manage to score thirty-five in thirty games, which is not great, but they conceded sixty-two, which was the worst in the league. Um they're playing Songdao, who themselves managed to win two 0 um at the weekend. But did concede a lot of chances against the Ralfos and they were a bit lucky to sneak a wee 2-0. Um, so I quite like goals in that one. I think Stabak are going to be one to watch this year for the goals. I think that them and Bran have probably got the two best attacks in the um, in that league. And the other one I did like was the start game, start play against Mjöndal and as Greg said, start uh, beat Osana uh, 6-1 was it in the end? 5-1. Uh, yeah. uh, and yeah, Jonathan braut with a hat-trick and I think um, just, yeah, they just looked. I, I think I expected Stark to do well this year, but... Um,
1: quite, quite a good price, to be, David, aren't they? They're 4 to win this match. Yeah. I quite like uh, that. So good I price. may I go quite, on I, that I on Monday. Like or start to score two goals could be a shout as well. Yeah,
2: I do like the price. I don't think Songdao... I mean, Songdao are going to be up there uh, in amongst the playoff picture, I think. But I don't think they're going to... I don't think they'll compete for promotion. But um, Stark... Last year fifty nine goals for fifty nine goals against uh thirty games. That's absolutely amazing. So yeah, quite a fancy start versus me and Dallin. So Mew and Dallin as well relegated. Um, they were a big favourite of mine for the goals last year, which was a bit of a surprise after the previous year they were very solid. Um, but last week they managed to win just it was one 0 but uh, they created a lot of chances and I'd expect um I'd expect uh me and dylan start start to have a, a high scoring game so yeah starbucks on dial start being me and Dallin. over two and a half goals double and that's paying uh 2.88 on the, uh,
1: just goal. on that note, yeah. just to everyone and i keep banging on about this every week but always back in the monday night games at five o'clock a goal before half an hour and uh, it landed on monday i think it was just four games at five o'clock but that came in, so always worthwhile doing that for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, I was just going to ask you that, Greg, just to remind people, and also the over one and a half goals, I take it will be on that on Monday night. I think there's actually six games this weekend. Yes, and, six games at Monday five night, o'clock on Monday.
1: over 1.5 match goals, a goal before 30 minutes, and you can usually do the goal before 10 minutes, which we did land last season. Um, yeah. We landed once, and I think we got about £1,200 for a fiver. So yeah, always worthwhile doing yeah.
0: Yep. Okay. We'll quickly wrap up there. Um, can you guys just give us a wee recap of your bets this weekend? Then starting with yourself, David.
2: Yeah. Uh, starting in the elite um both games on Sunday. Uh, Tromsø v Hamcam, Both teams to score. That's 19 to 20 or 1.95 on decimal money. Uh, also in that game, just Christian Eriksen priced overpriced to score anytime at six to one or uh, 16 to one for a first or last goal scorer. Um, also, in terms of Godset versus Molda uh, quite like the corners in this one, over 10.5 Asian corners, was 1.875 and that's also on Sunday. Um, on to Monday and the over two and a half goals double in the Obas League and that's Starbuck versus Songdal and Stark versus Muendam. And yourself, Greg?
1: So for me, I have Vorenga to beat Hulgesund. Sorry, that's a lie, an absolute lie. No, it's not, sorry. No, it's not, it's that not. is true. There's so many <laughs> notes written down here. I've got Walleringer to be haugussened and Walleringer scored two match goals and that pays 20-23 to 23 with bet 365. And I'm also very keen on lost room Corners at home to Yerv and I'll probably do some sort of bet builder on that on the channel um, come the weekend. Yeah, and
2: strong games at three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Just for...
1: yeah. yeah, and looking at the Obesliga again, I'll be doing the usual before half an hour, all matches over 1.5, but I do like the look of start to score uh, two or more goals, so again, that's something I'll probably share in the channel uh, come the weekend
0: Yep, and speaking of the channel don't forget you can become a member of Greg's private channel where you can get daily tips direct to your phone, just visit gambler.co.uk to join there, and of course you can follow the guys on Twitter, Greg is at browning84greg and David is at dweatherston11 and don't forget to check out David's blog where he writes regularly about the Norwegian game both from a tactical and from a betting angle and that's at davidweatherstonfootball.com and that's us for this week's podcast apologies for sounding like a commentator from the 1980s in the Eastern Bloc this weekend (laughs) but um, thanks very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend thank you and good luck cheers guys good luck